And now, James and Stu present the Top Turnbuckle Podcast. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Hello, and welcome to episode four of Top Turnbuckle Podcast with me, Stu. And me, James. And today we are joined by a very special guest. Wow, what a great introduction. Thank you for allowing me to come on the show. It's our pleasure, mate. Absolute pleasure to be here. This is Jonathan Coote. A lot of you would know Jonathan from the Facebook pages. He's a contributor continuously and he's much appreciated and we're going to get his expertise today. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely what you said. Yeah, fantastic. It's great to have you on here, Johnny. No, thank you very much. I just want to thank you both for um, allowing me to come on the show. You guys are doing a great job. You said you about, um, I'm the first guest on the show. Um, in fact, I think I'm the second guest. Um, if we go back to episode two, James's dog um, made a great appearance and I actually you, feel like I've got a lot to live up to. If, if you could see James's face now, it does not, it does not count right exactly what Johnny's just said. There. He was one fucking unwanted guest. <laughs> I believe you, me. But no, it's an absolute pleasure to have yeah, you here, Johnny. Mate. It really, absolutely. really is, mate. Yeah. In all honesty, you know, thank you um, for letting me come on here. Um, you guys are doing a great job with the um, podcast, episode four now. Thank you um, very much. The Facebook page is amazing. Everyone's just getting involved. It's a great little community we've got going on, um, and yeah. I'm just glad to be part of it. Brilliant, mate. And that is what we want. We want people to feel a part of the community. Anything that you guys want to post, even if you feel it is small and tiny, please do. Our community is just fantastic and they will get back to you and yeah any questions anything yeah. we, we we had a fantastic question actually the other day i think it was i think it's one of your friends johnny uh jim oh yeah jim yeah, yeah he, jim he was talking about the mankind music yeah it was a great yeah. question that threw me right out. I'm threw a, me I'm out. Massive, massive as you know i could only I, I could only think yeah, of that two. Me. yeah i could only think of two people yeah, cheers for that. Yeah. Who tried it and it didn't work. I had a little research to try and find if there was anybody else at all, and I, just, I couldn't find anyone who no. had different music. Mm. And no one did it as good as Mankind either. No, no way. Phony is God. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Phony is God. Bang, bang. Okay, so I think we should move on to our topics now, guys. Actually, before we start, can I just mention something? Of course you can. Yeah, um, I've known you two guys for about 25 years now, I think. Um, yes, yeah. I've known of you guys. Um, in fact, we used to go to school together. We did, yes. Um, I don't think our paths all crossed that much at school. I remember we probably had some lessons together um, and I remember you guys after school as well. But in that whole 25 years, I don't remember us ever having a conversation about wrestling whatsoever. And, yeah, and that's the reason why I put up the post that you saw on Facebook the other day. Wrestling back when we were younger was seen, it wasn't seen in a good light. It was something you almost had to yeah. hide. It's, see, I, I, I agree with you totally there. It was much the same, you know, again, like all of us here, massive wrestling fan, but I was also a massive comic book fan, still am to this day. Both of those two share this very, very, very similar paths. Yes, they do. There, there was a stigma around wrestling. Yeah, big time. There yeah, was, was when was we were growing up. Cool. I mean, I felt like I had to hide the fact I was a wrestling yeah. fan. It still happens today. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you might mention it. People still look down at it. Yeah, um, but it's, it's great because even though it was like twenty five years ago, mm. which makes you feel very old now. Yeah, um, cheers for that. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry about> that. 
still in my twenties, right? I just look old. I'm like the shit Benjamin Button. <laughs> and the brilliant thing about wrestling, guys, is it can bring people together. Absolutely. And now we've got like twenty five years of wrestling to talk about. Oh yeah. There's yes. always a positive to everything, there man. Is, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Shall we go for our first first topic? Go for it. So, John, if you want to give us your introduction to the topic, first topic okay. that you picked. Right. Now, I've struggled to pick it. I've had to go back and forward on myself so many times. You're not the only um, one, man. At one point, I was going to change it from top three to about top 12. <laughs> okay. My first topic will be the top three unofficial top turnbuckle podcast Hall of Famers that may go into the Hall of Fame or may not go into the Hall of Fame. Okay. Right. Okay. I'll start if you want. Yeah, go for go it. Go for it. Right, my first one needs no introduction. He's extremely popular at the moment. He, well, I was going to say like us, but he is miles more bigger than us <laughs> at the moment, unfortunately. <laughs> it's Jim Cornette. Yeah. Okay. Jim Cornette is an absolute character. I He's like Marmite. I absolutely <laughs> love him. I don't know what your guy's thoughts oh, are. I fucking love Marmite. I mean... <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Marmite. <laughs> but I do like Jim Cornette, though. Yeah. I love Jim Cornette. Yeah, so I'm not going to go into much detail about Jim Cornette because... For goodness sake, he's out there now yeah. and he's worked in all the territories... He was famous for managing the Midnight Express. A great tag team. Yeah. He was an owner. He owned Smokey Mountain Wrestling. Very true. And I feel like that was very before his time as well. Yeah, it was almost... And and another thing about it is, although it was sort of before its time, it's also a throwback back to the territories. Absolutely. So it was really clever. Mm. And it was unfortunate it didn't take off. A lot of people come from there. Chris Candido come from there. Sonny. Sonny come from there. A couple. They were a couple then. Let's not go into the short. Yeah, let's not go into the short Michaels in, and in all that. Recent <laughs> events. Let's yeah. No, let's cut that one. Let's I veto actually, that one. We'll pass on that one. Yes. They did have quite a good working relationship with the WWF as well back in 1993. Yeah, yeah. They did, and that was because of Jim Cornette. They wanted Jim Cornette a lot, and he. Stuck to his guns and his commitments. He stayed with Smoky Mountain Wrestling really? until the very end, until it went under. Yes, he Fair did. Play to him. I think um, he actually. Sorry, I think he um, actually brought in the tag team titles at uh, Survivor Series 1993. I think it was, and no it way. was the Rock and Roll Express, and they took on the Heavenly Bodies. Holy yes, shit. yes, the Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. What Tom a name. Bush. Yeah. And, <laughs> never and get away with that what, now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Guys, what a name, Dr. Yeah. Dr. Tom. I mean, he, yeah. he has produced some of the greatest talents. You know, he, he's a trainer. Okay. Just and, for, for, um, those, for those that don't Rock, know, give us, give us a few names. Uh, the Rock. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I mean, there's so many. He's, he's done so many. I, I can't even... He's, he's one of those people who has done so much yeah. and... and been a trainer for everyone that I can't even remember. Yeah. Apart from the rock, we're talking like I think Kurt Angle, Edge, Edge yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, Christian, just go, loads, go, go, just yeah, loads. Go and, have, go and have a look online, Google him. You, you, yeah, I, I'm hundred percent agree with you. Him, um, he didn't have a great run with the new body donors, with him and Skip. No, he, I think they changed his name to Zip. And they um, oh, God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and oh. they actually had a manager who was um, 
the opposite to sunny and it was cloudy cloudy yeah. uh, that, oh, that really you never get away with it now it's a transvestite yes. oh right okay. yeah. <laughs> but we'll leave it right. there as well We've it was it. it was a very very short lived right. storyline okay. the dirty white boy come from there as well if anyone remembers him no I don't yes, know him I, yes I do remember him yep dirty white boy mm. And I think, yeah, I think The Undertaker actually done a few matches in Smoky Mountain Wrestling as well. And there's a very early match with him and Kane. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yes, there is. Very, very good. Shit, and this is just my homework's adding up tonight. <laughs> Jesus yep. Christ. Many, many talents went over to Smoky Mountain. Yeah. Including Savage. Savage went oh, over right. for a pay-per-view. Wow. As Johnny rightfully said, The Undertaker yeah. went through. Multiple people from WWF, as he said, there was a crossover for a little while. I was, even, I was literally just about to ask: Was this at the same time while they were performing with, you know, contracted the WWF? Yes, it was about ninety three, ninety four. I think right. even into ninety five. I think they'd done a little bit because I remember there was a Shawn Michaels match with uh, Buddy Landell on one of their last pay per views they done. God, the Nature Boy Buddy Landell. Well, what I always thought was kind of like a rip-off of Ric Flair because they was. kind of looked exactly the yeah, same. Yeah, he was, <laughs> unfortunately. So, yeah, uh, moving on from there, I mean, he's, he's done it all. He's, he's been a manager. I mean, he managed Yokozuna yeah. when he was WWF champion. Mm-hmm. It's Mr. Fuji, obviously, yeah, yeah. wasn't that great a promo to be able to get across like Jim Cornette could yeah. uh, manage Vader. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah managed, managed Owen, managed the British Bulldog. And then he God, was... I forgotten he did the major Bulldog. Yeah. And wow. then creatively... Creative, creative director or something. Yeah, yeah. He was head of creative yeah. for a little while. Didn't he go off to um, run OVW as well? Yes, he years? did. And, and he produced John Cena, Randy Orton, Batista, what Shelton Benjamin. I think Santino was one of them as well. Yep. Brock Lesnar. Bloody hell. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, yeah, mate. damn right. Coast Mose, Jim Cornette. Well, yeah, it's a great choice. Look him up, guys. Jim Cornette experience. It is so funny. It's, you need to go on YouTube. It's, it's fantastic. It's a brilliant watch. Very insightful. Very funny. It's laugh out loud funny. So, going from uh, a funny pick to a humorous pick, um, I, I do apologise for this. I'm going to bring it down a touch. Um, and I'm going to keep this first pick very short and sweet um, and for my pick of a Hall of Fame that is never ever going to happen it's Chris Benoit yeah that <laughs> says it all um, we all know what happened we all know on that very very dark day what he did and it is tragic it's very sad it is absolutely devastating what happened um, and unfortunately that's going to Black mark his name forever. It's very difficult with the Benoit name. Um, yeah. He was a great, great technical wrestler. Um, <laughs> world, a world of his own. Even before all of that happened, I would go mm. tell people to go watch a Benoit match yeah. because he was that good. Mm. Um, he wasn't always great on the microphone, um, but he didn't need to be. No. The stuff he'd done in the ring was just... Just amazing. Yeah, it, I mean, his, his in-ring capability, like you said, he was, you know, second to none. He, he was one. He will always be one of the all-time great technical wrestlers. However, it, because of obviously what happened, and I'm not going to go into what happened because it's 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 too dark to talk about. It's just such a shame because he had a great run in Japan. Mm. He, he went to ECW. Yep. He had a great run in WCW yep. and was also a member of the Four Horsemen. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Went to the WWF, WWE. Had a great run there as well. Finally got um, his big push. Yeah. Uh, the match at WrestleMania, the ending with oh, Guerrero. It's such a... If you can or get side, close to or a tear, side of feud with Kurt Angle, yeah. yeah. If you can get close to a proper tearjerker moment for wrestling, that championship win, that's it. Yeah, is, is beautiful. Even Absolutely beautiful. The SmackDown 2003. Uh, Paul Heyman was running the um, behind the scenes at the time, yeah. and the tag division was incredible. Yeah, you had Benoit and. I think it was Benoit and Angle. It and was, you had Edge yes. and Rey Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. And the matches were great every week. I mean, it, it, I've, I've talked about it before, I think, yeah. previously, either, either when we've recorded or, you know, in, in the uh, social media groups. But his ladder match with Chris Jericho. The Royal Rumble. Yes. Is, 2001. It's, yeah. it's one of my all-time favourite ladder matches. Um, and it's, you know, as I said, it's just, it's such a shame what happened and it's you know he's yeah that's true he's, he's going to be blacklisted forever yeah. I, I, I'll be honest with you guys I don't want to touch this one with a barge pile that's fine <laughs> I can't uh, obviously I know with John's picks like as people yeah. who can never go in I, I just can't so, I, yeah. I can't put a, I can't so, put him in there I'll, I'll, I can't. Keep, I'll keep this one very brief and, and this is going to be the last thing I'll say about it when when James was texting me oh, sorry messaging me on Facebook a, a couple of weeks ago asking what my picks were and I sent them over and the first reply I got was, are you sure you want to go with this? <laughs> yeah. And it's, as I said, it's, I, I had to pick one that was never going to happen. Oh. Um, uh, and my picks are, you know, I've gone for one that's never going to happen. I've gone one, one tag team, which may also be a little bit controversial, but we'll get to that later. And I've gone for a celebrity. Um, and that's yeah. I'm I'm done. I'm done. That's all I want to say about this now. You know. Yeah. Um, let's hear from you guys in the yeah. comments on that one. I have nothing to add on mm. it. I mean, the only thing that we missed out there is he's run as the Pegasus Kid, probably in New oh, Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I yeah, I'm it. Great matches. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just a very difficult subject yeah. to address. Yeah. Um, and even nowadays, wrestlers do the crypto crossface. I um. I yeah. Th- Takes you right back to Chris Benoit. Mm. You can't help it. Yeah. There's absolutely. that immediate feeling, isn't there? There's that immediate thing that comes well, through your mind when you see sure, it. I'm pretty sure Daniel Bryan's using it at the moment, isn't he? I think he is, actually, mm. yes. He's using the... In AEW. It he- was, the crossface was done, I think, a week or two ago. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure I saw it. Yeah. Other thing, I just remember when... Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we do this, John. <laughs> um, shit with tangents. It was the, oh. year, the year it all happened. Yeah. I remember it was the Survivor Series, mm. and this was about four or five months after what happened, um, and Shawn Michaels did the crossface and I remember the crowd yeah. just booming. Oh, I remember that yeah no one knew how to react to it and um, it was just a shock that they actually did that he must have got in some shit for that <laughs> I, I, it might have been something where he didn't even think mm. possibly yeah. yeah sometimes they called it in the ring and he might not have even thought and they probably put it on and then thought mm. oh fuck <laughs> maybe I yeah. should have done this yeah <laughs> But right. yeah, one one last thing, sorry. That's I was right, that's right. Go, Go for it, it That's why for you're it. here, John. Yeah. This past week on SmackDown, um, Pete Dunne, who's obviously been called up to SmackDown now. Scrappy uh, Doo. Scrappy Doo, yeah. Let me at it. What a prick move that was. Absolutely. Fucking hell. They're fucking picking him up now like Scrappy Doo as well. He's swinging his arms You know, we're one week away from him going, da-da-da-da-da-da. I'll never look at him the same again now. It's a shame because I, I think he. He's brilliant. Need to change the I, I, I think he was the future of the company. Have they cut the his hair off? 
Sorry, I know it's a random comment. I think he's head shaved now. Yeah. Because I've only ever seen him with that shit flat cap on. Well, he usually wrestles with his hair down. Yeah. But he's got that peaky blinders look anyway outside the ring. I don't know if anyone's ever seen him. He always is very smart. And he has his hair back. Right. So I'm not sure. I I haven't seen. I genuinely thought they were trying to make that look look like a shit man's version of Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. (laughs) I think they're doing a peaky blinders uh, rip-off. They're doing something like it. I don't think they even know. Wrong fucking acts. That's all I'm saying. But, um, yeah. um, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But just to end it, yeah, um, this past week on SmackDown, they actually called Pete Done. Uh, Butch. Right. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, Butch. <laughs> he got thrown off there altogether. <laughs> and they referenced him oh. as the Ravid Wolverine. I'd read so- yeah, I've read something about that. Which I'm completely shocked by because I never thought they'd ever mention no. anything regarding Benoit again. And if they've called him by his old nickname, I don't know what they're thinking. I genuinely have never seen your face look so disgusting, well, well, James. Well, no, I'm just shocked because... I'm shocked at like Vince really because especially with the Austin Theory thing where they've took the Austin away. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, if you really? compare, yeah. If, yeah, because they don't want him compared to Steve Austin. Oh, like that's ever gonna fucking oh, no, happen? That's Vince. He's got for a you. better fucking chance but, of being co- compared to Alberto <laughs> Del Boring as fuck. Yeah, but that, that's why I'm surprised they've done something like that. But thinking of the old Austin, um, Austin Aries, when he was in the company, they never changed his name then. No, he was Austin. No, they were just compelled to shit on him for a great <laughs> yes, height. <you> yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, uh, right. Uh, there we go. Yeah, sorry. That's 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 my first, that's that's my down. Well, that's my main downer one done. Back to you, Johnny. Right. Second okay. pick. Um, so my first pick for the Hall of Fame would be Gold Dust, Dustin Rhodes. Good. Nice. Yes. Absolutely, yes. So obviously, he's, he's been in the business for well over 30 years now. And <laughs> just... as of last week, he's still going. He was on AEW against CM Punk just a week ago. I've got to say, since he's been in AEW, this is the best shape I've ever seen him in. Oh, he is, yeah. He's in fantastic he's shape. phenomenal. Yeah. For a guy of his age, yeah. he looks outstanding physique. Now, he's, um, he's been wrestling since 1988. He sure has. And, Jesus. You know, he started off in Japan. Um <laughs> Went to the NWA, uh, had a brief stint there. Um, went to WWF, 1991. Yep. He teamed with his dad, Dusty. Yep. Uh, took on DBRC and Virgil at yes. the Royal Rumble, 1991. Um, it didn't last long. Went back to WCW and just had this great run there. And when mm. I think of WCW in the early 90s, Dustin Rhodes is one of the guys I think of like who was there the whole time yeah. the natural the natural, natural Dustin Rhodes yeah he had great feuds with Barry Windham Steve Austin Ricky Steamboat Arn Anderson Terry Funk can we please Big Brian Pillman please. didn't yeah. he a little bit yeah. not forget the god awful version character he did called Seven I was going to get to that yes, ah! yes I'm coming to that <laughs> that's the best promo I've ever seen yeah I'm coming to that <laughs> it was a very uh, strange time sorry <laughs> yeah the the seven gimmick, yeah, it didn't that's, even that's, last long. But yeah, I'm, also everything of it's had to be taken off the network because he's staring at children. Because it, yeah, a it makes him look like a nonce. It did, I know. Yeah, he was. Um, but he's creepy as shit. He's watching through the windows. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then a week later, he debuts. He flies to the ring like Jeepers <laughs> Creepers. He's all in black, white face. <laughs> And then he just throws it all on the floor. He says, I'm not doing this gimmick anymore. Yeah, and that's this it. Shit. Do you know what? That's why I used to like watching WCW because people would just shoot on the fucking company yeah. when they got out of there because oh, yeah. it was live. 
it was I think it was over they sacked his dad mm. the week before and he was pissed off about it and he just went on a tangent Probably so. Probably so. in the middle of the ring and if you remember because like I've heard these people say like that was a work oh no way what what no. would you get out of that what would you get out of that being well, a work? Well, what happened if it was a work? What happened to the character seven afterwards? Well, the the <laughs> idea the idea was <laughs> that he was, yeah the idea was that seven was sort of was dropped for version. Dustin Dustin Rhodes because Dustin Rhodes was going to create hell himself. Yeah, they were yeah. basically trying to get the WCW version of the Undertaker. Pretty much, which let's face it is. <laughs> I've heard an idea that Seven was never on the cards and it was a gimmick for him to come down, shit on, and then turn around and go, I'm not doing gimmicks anymore. I am Dustin so, Rhodes. I'm not going to lie, in my head, I had that like was the shit on as literal, <laughs> like he was going to take a steaming dump whilst being suspended from it. What if he'd have done that, I'd have paid money. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, heard, I've heard that story. I don't believe it myself. No, nah, I don't. They pulled that money into doing those, like airing those promos, yeah. getting him floating to the ring, this whole costume, just to, to throw it away. Point later. But was, would, with the swerving stuff going on at the time with Russo, would you be surprised if they didn't try something shit like that? Oh, Russo was changing it every week, weren't he? He was doing yeah. something different. Where, where it would be a swerve even. even he would make a new character time. and he'd still fucking swerve something. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I don't know. It was terrible anyway. Yeah, it was all over the place. I mean, it wasn't terrible really for me. I enjoyed it. But for the company, I've, I've watched, I don't think it was... <laughs> I've watched that promo a lot. A hell of a lot, and I will still go back and watch it because it makes me die. <laughs> I don't think I've seen it in a long time. But oh, if he oh, talks I about watch it. powers that be, you can shove this up your yeah. ass, you can <laughs> shove that up your ass, then oh, oh, all I sort of things. Yeah, I do Proper. remember it. I mean, because they cut the commentary team at one point, the commentary team had just all got their mouths open and they're silent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah. But um, yeah, he went on to. Before, before the seven character, he obviously went to become Gold Dust yep. in the WWF. And I remember first hearing about it that he was coming in, and I was I was wondering what gimmick he was going to have because at that time everybody had a gimmick. Yeah. And um, I remember seeing him, and he had his like it was all Hollywood. He was quoting his movies and everything, and it was it was just very strange to see him like that compared to how he was before. It was like someone completely different. And it, it was very risque <laughs> Very, at the for time. the time, yes, definitely. It was innovative as yeah. hell. I remember we... Razor, Scott Hall, yeah. Um, yeah. he was worried and refusing to work with him yeah. at the time. It's one of my moments for later, it's, Johnny. It's one, of, one of my absolute favourite. <laughs> Even it's, though... It's up there with, I mean, I've talked about Roddy Piper when we did yeah. uh, our all-time favourites. It's one of my favourite Piper matches, the Hollywood Street Fight. Yeah, WrestleMania mm. 12. Yeah, where yeah. Piper I've actually, actually got that written down. Don't you? Where he actually broke his fist. Yeah, and yeah. then Goldust is stripped off, and he's got like bra repairs. It's the pins and whatever. I know. <laughs> it's unreal, isn't it? Oh. I remember when he. I remember when he gave Ahmed Johnson mouth to mouth. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. yeah. And Ahmed went crazy over it. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure that but, was but that the was fake Scott Hall, because that's going to be one of our lighter topics. So I might as well yeah. let that loose now because I've got a couple more things to talk about. Scott Hall's not wanting to work with uh, Goldust. Yeah, actually works in the Royal Rumble 1996 match. If you watch, Scott Hall is so disgusted by it all yeah. that it actually makes the match. <laughs> Because he still does it, all this stuff, like he but rubs against him, yeah, yeah, and all that's, this. That's more credit to both of them. <laughs> yeah. You know, 
Rhodes is more than happy but to Scott, sell that Scott character. Hall, and well, Hall's reaction is, it makes it even better. Yeah, but it's real. He had wanted nothing to do with it. <laughs> and it, Johnny, he no, wanted, right, he yeah, absolutely just, um, wanted nothing to do with it. And then it got a bit more strange after this because Goldust, uh, he, he turned face. And I remember in the ring on Raw, Jerry Lawler, he came out and goes, but you're, you're queer, you're gay, aren't you? Yeah. And Goldust was oh, like, no, it's it's no way. And Goldust, I remember his reaction was, no, it's all bizarre. It's all mind games. It's just being yeah. bizarre. And um, yeah, I think he had like a bit of a run with Triple H at that time as well. And that's when sort of China came into it a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just want to interject on there, Johnny. One of the scariest uh, things I ever saw when China grabbed Marlena and started swinging her about, yeah. it doesn't even look like a human being that she's swinging around. It's it like looks, a rag doll. It is unreal. I don't know if she was actually injured in that, but right. if that was a sell job, Marlena should have been women's champion because it was unreal. Go back Jesus. and have a look at that. It I is, think it was from um, In Your House 15, Cold Day in Hell. It was. And I think it was like May 1997, I think it was. Yeah. Brilliant, yeah. mate. It Fair was play. the main event, Undertaker versus Steve Austin. Right. First title yeah. uh, shot Austin gets, That's I right. believe. I think you're right, actually. Yeah, I think that Jeez. is true. Certainly singles. Yes. Yeah. Um, things changed again for Goldust after that because Luna came into it. And he became the artist formerly known as Goldust. I think oh, I think I'm the all about. Do you know what? I think I'm the only one that actually enjoyed that. I thought that I was I great. Remember it. There was one week oh. he came out dressed as a baby. One week he came oh, out. Oh no! A ball right in his now, mouth. yeah, right now that you've said that, yes, yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, like, that's a visual green, image. I don't need in my head. He was reading the. the Dr. Zeus, the cat in the hat, or something. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it was a very, very strange time. Um, oh man! I think he had a bit of a feud with Vader at that time as well. Yes, um, yeah, he did. He was at Royal Rumble 1998. A very yes. small. Feud. Yes, that's right. Um, and then it kind of, I think, it sort of came to an end, and then he went back to WCW again. From what I remember, he he had enough of being Goldust, and he wanted to be Dustin Rhodes. He's also right. going for a divorce. Yes, that is he right. come out Terry. with yeah yeah he come he come out with placards. Preaching, preaching like almost like a Christian type right. thing. That's right. And he was he burnt the, the outfit, didn't he? I think on Raw. Yeah, it was wow. a really weird, weird time for him. I don't know if he was going through something personally, but it, yeah. it didn't. It didn't work. It was weird. I think it ended up with a feud between him and Val Venus, if I remember correctly. Yes. Yeah, but mm. that that kind of went on for a little while, and he sort of went back to WCW. And then there's a bit of an interesting thing in WCW. He was back to Dustin Rhodes again, mm. but he was actually nicknamed the American Nightmare, which now Cody no is called. Holy shit. It's, I didn't know that at all. It's always an easy place to go with the opposite of the American with Dream. The American Dream, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it keeps that family tie. It does, yeah. Um, he went back to WWE again, and he had a good run with Booker T. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I fucking hated that run. I absolutely loved it. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> do, you remember when he, do you remember when he got fucking electrocuted? And he used to, to yeah, that, yes. And he, he used to stutter. It was so funny. He was talking about like shiitake mushrooms and stuff. I was going, shit, 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 like that oh, down the line. God. Oh, it was so funny. Well, I think it was evolution or Triple H was the one who pushed him into the electric box on Raw, which started it. Yeah, I think it was... This is this is testing my knowledge. I think it was B 
Batista and Orton who pushed him in. Oh, yes, I think you are. Yeah, I think that's right, actually. Because they were part of the tag team of it. Yes, uh, yeah. I think you're right there. I'm staying out of the conversation (laughs) this bit. I I hated that run. It was shite. They had his moments here and there. (laughs) (laughs) My favourite part of Goldust at that period was he buried... Goldberg and put the wig on his head. Oh yes, yeah, I forgot about that. Did he? Yes, <laughs> yes. I honestly had no clue about that. <laughs> Fucking hero. <laughs> yeah. um, second hero, the ring post is the I'm hero. Just thinking exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania 39 is going to happen. <laughs> I, I, I'm stand off that topic. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've mentioned that every episode so far. I think you have, actually, yeah, thinking about it. Get them at episode 100, (laughs) we'll still be doing it. Um, Dustin Rhodes, I think um, his career sort of fell down a little bit after that. He joined TNA and became Black Rain. Yeah. Um, I didn't follow much of his career at this point, um, but he was a lot out of shape. Um, Yeah. I think he was sort of... The drugs and everything was taking a toll on his body, yeah, yeah. and I think he was there for a little it's, while. But yeah, he, he was. It was a bit. Yeah, it sort of hit a miss. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's a dark patch on his career, sadly. Yeah, but I mean, let's face it, he's he's come back with a vengeance. He has, just after that, he went back to WWE again yeah. um, and team with Cody. Yeah. They won the titles with um, from the Shield. Fucking Stardust. <laughs> yeah, they had the Stardust one no. as well. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Obviously, you're going to move on to this, Johnny, but I just want to say one of, because I'm quite a traditionist with wrestling matches, one of the best matches I saw AEW ever put on was the Brother versus Brother. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And, and, and the, the bit at the end. That's a proper That even choked moment. me up when, yeah, it, when, yeah, yeah, when yeah. Cody did that, covered in blood. Uh, it's it was a great match. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely. Definitely a great match. And I always thought... Oh, fucking hairs on my arms are just stood up thinking about <laughs> it that. Was oh, I can look at that. That is a great match. And I always thought as well, like even now, I still feel like Dustin's got one last run in him. Yeah, big and time. And I even thought when Kenny Omega was the champion, they could have had a, like just a short run between yeah. them. Yeah. And I think it would have been great. I'd, I'd, I'd put cash money on, I think that's going to happen someday. I'd like to see, even if he didn't win the title, just one last run for the yeah, title. big time. Um, if he can't win, when he retires. Yeah. I mean, like we were talking about just before we started recording, his, 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 his match recently against Punk yeah. was, it was just fucking great. brilliant. Yeah. It was absolutely fucking brilliant. He's, he's a master of his craft. I mean, oh, he, you know, when you look at the psychology as well of gold dust, and then you go to the natural, there's such a contrast there, and he's able to pull it off. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. He, he, that's a great pick. And I still feel as well, like, with Cody now going back to the WWE, is there a possibility that Dustin could follow him? I know he said recently that he's happy in AEW, yeah. but everyone moves eventually. Could he go back there? <sighs> yeah. Uh... I don't know. I, I, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, but absolutely he, does. He is good in AEW as well. He, I think with the with the career he's had, he I genuinely believe he should be held in the same high high regard as his father. Yeah, I definitely he really does. Close, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I I, I I I I just think that Dusty was such a legend, like oh, such yeah. a legend. Let's face it, he's the only guy that can make a black suit with yellow polka dots look fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, and also, you also you've got to look back into the NWA days. He was mm. the creative driving force oh, behind yeah. nearly everything. Yeah. So, yeah. But you're still uh, wrong. But that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
no, it wasn't. It wasn't anything like that. It was like he is such a legend. He's like up there for me. Like potential Mount Rushmore. Mm. Dusty Rhodes. Oh, there's a topic. For- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. He he could be yeah. on that Mount Rushmore. Yeah. He's he's he had such an influence over the business in the territory Massively. days. It was unbelievable. Oh, it's a big enough name as well. People know that name, especially from back yeah. then as well. Well, <laughs> you, I mean, look, well, they're living off it now. Yeah, yeah I was literally true. about to say that. Yeah. I mean, you look, you know, people. It, we all know Dusty Rhodes, and then straight away you've got Dustin. Yeah, and then Cody. That's that, that's some big ass fucking shoes to you know. That's right. And Cody, think what Cody said already. He's come back to WWE because he wants to win the ter- world title yeah. in Madison Square Garden. Something that his dad Dusty couldn't do. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Good on him, man. I fucking hope it happens. And that's why Cody will succeed because Cody has a story moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. He now has a mission yeah. moving it, forward, and it's a very easy story if to it tell. Fucking dethrones Roman Reigns. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Good. I'm done with that shit. I can't see that happening for Fucking a real long time. Bollocks. It's going to be a time, I think, before it happens. But yeah, he will win the title eventually, I think. Uh, it's got to happen. If he does win a title, I think it will be where Reigns has... He, he may have to defend twice. You know, what happens with... Uh, I think it happened with Rollins for a little while, that he had the United States and the WWE yeah, Championship yeah. and he had to defend both yeah. for a little while. Yes. I could see that storyline working. Stay tuned stick. for that storyline as and when it happens. Yes. You caught you called it first, James. Well done. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> You're still wrong about that. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I do totally agree with you. Uh the, the, I totally agree with both of you. Mm. I just I just think that Dusty's on a whole different stratosphere. No, I will agree there. Yeah. I will agree. I, I think I, Dusty's made his own name, I think. With the gold dust, gold dust character yeah. Yeah. and everything else he's yeah. done, I think he's yeah standalone. Not, not seven. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave seven out. There. Maybe Black Rain as well. Seven's my favourite promo we ever fucking did, guys. It is good. <laughs> it's fucking great. Right over for your next okay. one. Is it mine? It is. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go with demolition. Okay. Nice. Do you want to talk, uh, uh, Johnny? Do you want to just because? You've got them as well. I have, yes. I actually picked Demolition as well. Okay, so Demolition were the tag team champions for, I think it was, was it two, nearly three years? Um, yeah, they, they won the titles three times. Um, but they held it for an undefeated uh, streak, didn't they? Yes, 467 days. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's mental. When you put into contrast at the time, you had the British Bulldogs there. Yeah. The Brain Busters, mm-hmm. the Rockers, Heart the Foundation. Heart, Heart Foundation. Yeah. You had Strike Force, who I think they originally won the titles off, which was Tito Santana yes. and Rick Martel. Rick Martel. For, uh, WrestleMania 4. Yeah, oh. it, it was the golden era of WWF's tag team division, and they dominated it. Yes, absolutely. So, one interesting point, which I mentioned to the guys here, is that the person who came up with the idea of Demolition, never made a dime off of it. Randy Collie, is it? Yeah, Randy Collie. Randy Collie, uh, John, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, he was originally part of a tag team called Moon Dogs, and he came up with the idea of Demolition with Bill Eady. He was the original Smash, but what happened was, when he went to the ring of Smash, the crowd called Moon Dog. Moon Dogs, they knew who he yeah, was. Yeah, I remember you saying that there, yeah. So they had to get rid of him, and he didn't make a dime off it. Sure. They replaced him with Barry Darso. 
He went on to be Smash. Yeah, I actually think Barry Darso fitted the character better. He was better Mike promo yes, and all that sort yeah. of thing. And yeah, absolutely. But it's just sad that someone who comes up with the idea... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. ...actually doesn't benefit from it at yeah. all. Oh, that's some cold shit, that is. The music makes demolition. Yeah. As soon as it hits and yeah. they step out, they mean business. Yeah. They're actually one of the first... I won't use the word individuals because they're a duo. They're one of the first people that are heels that actually get a face reaction. Okay. It was Every cool. Dub- to- yeah, it was, they were cool. So oh, even oh. though they were supposedly hills yeah 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 people yeah. started to turn they started yeah. to cheer because the music was cold it's, they had that outfit it's the Jake Roberts effect really isn't it yeah, yeah. that's true yeah. yeah they all like it they were in black leather um, the Mad, leather mask Mad yeah. Max 2 that's yeah, all yeah. that screams to me <laughs> yeah. I don't I mean, know I don't know Dom- Dominatrix they look yeah. right now don't they let's be fair <laughs> but I, yeah. I remember I remember watching them you know when I was a kid yeah, uh, watching WWF, but I, I, I'll be openly honest. I know shit all about them. No, it's sad. I mean, Axe, who was Bill Eady, he actually had a massive career before even joining Demolition. Right. Uh, he was the masked superstar. He worked in Japan. He worked in Georgia Championship Wrestling. Mm-hmm. I believe he was a f- at least three-time Georgia Championship Wrestling sure. heavyweight yeah. champion. And you're talking about people where there was Jake the Snake Roberts, Junkyard Dog. Yeah. Ted DiBiase was one of the mainstays there. That was a quite strong territory. Yeah. He was also amazing friends with Andre the Giant. And he was one of the first to body slam him. Wow. Because they were friends and Andre allowed it. Yeah. Yeah, because you've always had that thing about WrestleMania 3. Yeah. Where that was the first time. It was not the first time. I believe other people had done it. I'm trying to think of who. Even Hogan had slammed Andre before WrestleMania 3. Yes, I believe he had. Was it at Shea Stadium? Yeah, Showdown in Shia. I think it was... 81, 81, 82, 81, like yeah. That's a good year, though. Yeah. You're Osborne. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he did it at Shea Stadium. Did he do it at Shea Stadium? Pretty sure he did. I might have to go back and just yeah. watch it. Because that's um, their most famous match, except really for the okay. WrestleMania 3. The- I had no idea about any of this. I know yeah. they had a few other matches sort of scattered around. Is that um, what was, if you remember, that one was done in a stadium and it was open top. That's the right. Shea Stadium. Okay. Right? And it was the first time anyone had used the belt. You know, hit someone with the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. I don't know yeah. why the belt was even involved because I don't think either of them were champion. I don't think either were, to be honest. Is this, so Hogan was in this match, right? Yes, right. but I'm sure I'm right in saying that one of them... <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, don't you? One of them used a belt, a title belt, to end the match. So I don't know if it was down at ringside or okay. something like that. What, you, like- it might have been a different match, but I'm sure that one of the, the Shea Stadium match was one of the first times that the title belt was used so as foreign yeah, object. Just like talking like the belt was on display. And, yeah, it you might know. have been on display. Someone picked it up and uh, I think it was Hogan he was the okay. heel and hit on drove a bit. Yeah, I was about to say Hogan was here. And I think I remember him wearing blue as well. And he, he, Yeah, he was with uh, Freddie, Freddie Blassie. Blassie. Yeah, Freddie Blassie, that's yep. it. Yep. Fucking hell. Yeah. Every day's a school day. I yep. like this. <laughs> yep. That's more for my heart. Fucking hell, I'm never going to yeah, get I sleep th- tonight. I think he was the bolder Terry Belayer at one point. 
Not Thunderloops. No, that's safe. Fucking fucking That's the best fucking performance he's ever put in, by the way. Yeah, fucking Thunderlips was uh, Rocky Three. Rocky Three. Because he had a stint in AWA after that. I think he was in AWA when he did Rocky Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it with the Nick Buckwinkle situation. I think WWF didn't want him to go do Rocky Three, and I think it was around the time that he went to the AWA and they allowed him to do it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Hogan, bring back Thunderlips. Yeah, so never did come back as Thunderlips like on a special occasion. <laughs> Just the one the man, the man melting a lust. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> fucking oh, hell. God. That's what they called <laughs> that's what they fucking called him though, wasn't it? Do you remember? He came to handful of them women, didn't he? <laughs> he had like a feather in his hat as well. Yeah. Like was a fucking like pin. Was it like a cowboy hat with like giant red lips on it? It was like was a fed- no, it was like a fedora in white with like <laughs> some feathers on it and shit. Oh. Wasn't it? And he was everyone meatball as well. Yeah. Yes. He's fighting the Italian stallion. <laughs> if there is anyone out there that has never watched Rocky 3, oh, go on YouTube, Rocky versus Thunderlips. It is <laughs> the dumbest fucking thing you'll ever see, but it's just brilliant. It also is funny that they make it so wrestling's real because <laughs> at the time they were still covering for the business. Yeah. Because he gets in there and beats fuck out of Rocky <laughs> Take my gloves off. Take my gloves yeah, off. <laughs> he throws him into the crowds. There's fucking chairs going everywhere and all sorts. He cuts his uh, gloves off, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he gets... Um, he cuts Mickey his gloves cut gloves off, off and starts hitting him in the chest. Then they pose at the end for a charity bloody got Mickey picture. in the corner going, don't go back in. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have a photo? My kids will love this. <laughs> okay, Fuck back on yeah. to Demolition. Got what we oh, fucking God, were now. Yeah, uh, they, I mean, we we can we can just. I don't know if you've got anything else to add, John. But my 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 point for them is they were dominant in a golden era, and they were fantastic. Their whole package that has everything, and for me, they just deserve to go in. They yeah. should have already been in. It's like like you 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 mentioned before we started recording. And obviously, again, just a few seconds ago, that golden that golden era of tag team wrestling. Yeah, and it is shocking that they're not in there for their achievements. Well, if you think that but they're the dominant force of yeah. that era, but you, I mean, you look at the caliber of tag teams from that golden era. Yeah, and to the shit that they are putting in there. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. really? Yeah, I totally agree, and and that's what my issue is with like. Uh, the New Day taking the records off them because... That's criminal. Place the New Day, and I'm a fan of the New Day, by the way, oh, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, place, God, yeah. place the New Day back in that shark-infested pool yeah. of those tag teams. They wouldn't have lasted. Right. They wouldn't have lasted. Can I just drop one other name in there? Yeah. The Usos. The Usos, the same. The, 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 the reason why the Usos and the New Day have so many tag team titles, it's because they're the only fucking two tag exactly. teams That's the that fucking point. Because yeah. all they yeah. do is they just stick two singles together. Yeah. I mean, they even did it. I mean, we had the bar for a little while, but they started off as singles. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Pair of and they them. were great tag runners they as well. Were, yeah, they were good yeah. together. Yeah, yeah but I, I get annoyed when they keep splitting people yeah. up because 
You need a tag team yeah. division. If you're going to have a tag team division, you actually need fucking real tag teams. Which, yeah. like, not to go off on a tangent, I, this is why I'm absolutely loving the whole RK bro. Yeah, really we spoke about really that. Really I, I spoke, I don't fucking know, brilliant. did you see my thing yeah, yeah, about yeah, that I earlier? Loved it. Yeah, I, I think it's some of Randy Orton's best work. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's, At it's, first, it's, I wasn't sure about it. I thought, I don't know if this is going to work. Yeah, same here. I couldn't see do, how Randy Orton was going to work any, with Matt Riddle. Do any of you feel... That Randy now's really enjoying himself. Yeah, and it shows. Yeah, it's a different Randy yeah. Orton now. Yeah, yeah, totally. I I mean, think, he's he's breaking character every yeah. episode. Uh, uh, he's I, having a laugh. Yeah, I think he's having fun with it. And, and at the end of the day, the business is about giving back. Yeah, Randy's uh, what is he now? Fourteen-time champion. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's time to be a mentor to some of them younger guys. He's a legend. He's yep. gone from being legend killer yeah, to, to legend. legend. Yeah. But the real legends are the people that put over the younger talent coming through. And he's never been afraid to do that. Yeah. For a little, <laughs> well, all right, sorry. For a let me rephrase while. that. In recent years, yes. In recent years, he's never been afraid yeah, to do that. In recent years, he has changed. Yeah. He's, he's changed. He he had a lot of growing ups to do. Oh, I think, yeah, I, I sorry. Think, so I'm glad I, I retracted during, that yeah, and then, I yeah, think, reworded it. There's a lot of stories about Randy yeah. Owen from it, the past. If you remember. <laughs> can, can we just mention the word stupid? Yeah. <laughs> if, if you remember, it was actually an angle used in the McIntyre feud. Do you remember the Primark McIntyre yeah. where he said you didn't. Help me, you bastards, and yeah. all that. Yeah, I changed my statement. Yeah, and it's, it's great. Well done, Randy. But yeah, um, back to demolition. It's up to you, John. I, I've got nothing more to say. I mean, apart from, I mean, I'm a massive fan of Bill Eady after looking into his career. Yeah. If you want to say anything about Barry Darcy, feel um, free. Yeah, there was a, there's a couple of little bits. Um, when, like, I was a big fan of demolition. Um, yeah. I loved them. There, there was... They were a great tag team and people compared them to Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors, a lot. Yeah. Um, some people will say that Demolition were a rip-off of the Legion of Doom. And for a time, I felt the same. But I felt Demolition outgrew that and became better than the Legion of Doom. So I've, I can always remember Demolition before. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Legion of Doom. They were, you know, they were fantastic. But they like demolition because of the face paint and the yeah, you know yeah. the Mad Max kind of sorry no, Mad Max right. two yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mad Max two era you know um, influence get up yeah that's right yeah, well, well, that um, grabbed me more than more than you know spikes for a fucking no, shoulder right, pad yeah. I, before the Legion of Doom they were obviously the Road Warriors in the NWA that's right and, yeah, um, yeah that was kind of around the same sort of time and previous to demolition as well so I think that's where people were trying to compared it to. Right. Um, and, yeah, I felt Demolition had a great run. Um, but when the Legion of Doom did sign with the WWF, I did feel like the WWF gave up on Demolition. They had the real deal now. Um, Hawk and Animal Legion of Doom, Road Warriors, and Demolition were sort of an afterthought. Um, and they were pushed down the cards. They were losing every match. Um, their music even changed. Yeah. Um, there was no longer the singing. It was just... Just a generic. You got, you got a merch, the merchandise factor for that as or, well. Also, we have to factor in the uh, the emergence of Crush into Demolition. Yeah, Crush come along. Bill Eady went to Japan. Yep. Decided to have some shellfish, I think it was, and got really almost fatally ill. Really? Yes, and Shit. that was the end of him. That's no why way. Crush come in. That Fuck, is why. I never knew that. Yep. Absolutely, that is why. 
He went Shoot, there, the and I'll tell you why he, he went to Japan. Fuck nice, mate. I think he had a shellfish allergy or a fish allergy. Right, okay. And and he never properly recovered from it, and wow. he had massive illnesses. Fuck me. I mean, Jesus Christ, you know, I'm, I'm an ex-chef anyway. But yeah. Fucking hell, that must have been a... Fuck, wow. Yeah, well, my source for that is Bruce Pritchard. So, Fair play. We'll you know, that, that was the reason, apparently. And he actually went there for Andre. They were such good friends. Fair play. He yeah. went to Japan for Andre to uh, do some sort of commemorative tribute or something right. like right. that for Andre. Went there, had some fish, never recovered. Shit. He became oh, like the manager, man. didn't he? He did, yeah. And um, yeah, he really never really got involved again. And I did hear that he was going to start working behind the scenes in WWF. Yeah. But it didn't work out and he quit. Um, which just left Smash and Crush. I think they went together for a little while until they were split up. And then it was kind of like the the end of it all was, um, I think it was Crush fight. Well, Crush turned into Kona Crush. Oh, God. Um, Smash turned into the Repo Man. Yeah. And the end was... <laughs> <laughs> I actually like the Repo Man. I, I think everyone does. So I've yeah. got a I used him as a thumbnail. I'm pretty sure I used him for the thumbnail. For the whole gimmicks. Oh, God. But Fuck me, that tied in nicely. <laughs> tell you what, tell you what it, was, it was better than some of the 1995 ideas, to oh, be yes, fair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he had a fucking... Well, I never got his guys. Why do you have a fucking tyre streak across him? As if he'd been run over. Because <laughs> yeah. he's a repo oh, yeah. man, but he, he had like... The sort of hamburger from McDonald's, so like, uh, yeah. so I he was a repo man, obviously being, you know, repossession and whatnot. Why the fuck was he dressed up like a cat burglar? That's <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying. He had a fucking yeah. tow rope. No fucking sense. He had a tow rope. Ever, I was going to say, it was a tow rope with a shit hook on the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was it. And he used to sneak about. Like a like a thief, <laughs> he stole Randy Savage's hat on an episode of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was actually a fucking fuse. <laughs> Oh, I don't oh, know. Really? And then Ted DiBiase kept hiring him. I think he stole the million dollar belt off of Virgil once. <laughs> yeah, I think he did, yeah. I yeah. Think so, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, literally the end was when them two, Crush and Repo Man, had a match at SummerSlam 92 at Wembley Arena, at uh, Wembley Stadium, sorry. And um, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of, that was the end. And yeah. nowadays I do feel like people have forgot about Demolition. Mm. No one remembers them. Yeah, and it's um, sad. They've never been yeah. mentioned again. Um Smash went on to become, we went into WCW as Barry Darso. I think he was a black top bully as well. Um, Axe obviously was ill. He didn't really do much else. Um, Crush probably had the, the longest career out of everyone. He was Kona yeah. Crush. He was he, Jailbird he, Crush. Let's um, be honest. He had the potential to be on this list. Yeah, he did, yes. Because yeah. He, he, yeah. He, he could have been a lot bigger. Mm. Yeah. Crush. Yeah. Yep. He should have done a lot. More yeah. than he did. His career went straight up to 2001 where he was part of Chronic and he came back over to oh, WWF yeah. and had the feud with Undertaker and Kane. That's yeah, right. me, me and uh, Stu have had a little chat about <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. You'll find out why. <laughs> okay, so right. that's both of ours. Yes. Oh, please, to me, please guys. Uh, these guys will tell you, as they walked in earlier, I was actually watching a demolition match. I was watching the match from WrestleMania 5 with the Powers of Pain and... Uh, their whole presentation is everything to them, similar to the Warrior. Yeah. It's stunning. Please go back and watch them. They deserve it. They did have some great matches. Yeah. Right. My second pick. Okay. Um, my second pick, um, I've gone for a tag team, which is the British Bulldogs. 
Okay. Um, we, we, we continue on with the golden era of yeah, the tag teams. Yes. I mean, we we all know David Boy Smith. Yep. He's already in there. Yeah. Last year, wasn't it? Or the year before he went in? I think it was the year before. Yeah. He went in during the pandemic, didn't he? And it, it felt like an anti-climax for everyone yes. who went in. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, right. yeah there was it, no crowds. Know, yeah. And was, I, I don't even think they did an event, did they, probably? Oh, no. I think it was no. just like online announcements. That was yeah. pretty much it. And a few little promo videos on YouTube. Yeah, it's uh, a shame, really, yeah. because he deserved a bigger. Yeah, big time, yeah. big time. He was one of those guys that you always wondered why he wasn't in there. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got, uh, well, what can you say? His tag partner, Dynamite well, Kid. Well, Dynamite is an innovator. Dynamite yeah. is one of the greatest in-ring technicians ever. The person who we talked about before, Chris Benoit, modelled yes. himself after him. Yeah, They're massively. Basically the same person. Well, hence Pretty his, much. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm really sorry name. because I should remember his real name. I think it's Bill... Oh, oh, what, uh, Tom Billington. Tom Billington. That's Thank you, uh, yep. Jonathan. I'm so glad you're here for that sort of thing. Uh, he had I'm a, surrounded by Google and Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in... The Canadian, you know, the Canadian territory, territory stampede wrestling. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was having matches with Bret Hart that were mm. off the charts. Even matches with David Boy back then. Yep, fantastic. Yep. They had a. Um, from what I can course, remember reading about they had a massive, massive feud that went on mm. for a, a, a long, long period of time. You know, the problem with Tom was that he was a bully. Yes. Yeah. That's well known. Every single wrestler will tell you that. I don't know if you've heard the story about with the Rougeos. Yeah, so yes, just thinking I have that, heard as that. You it. Uh, Jacques was always a bit mouthy, mm-hmm. but Raymond's was apparently a real stand-up guy, and Raymond socked him one, didn't he? Yeah, but yeah, I think he had a sock full of quarters or something. It yeah. might have been Jacques who did it, actually, but because you said Jacques, that, yeah. yeah. But the problem was everyone was saying to him, don't fuck with Ray. Yeah. you know Ray Rucho, he looks like a small guy. Do you remember Ray Rucho? The little yeah. moustache, didn't he? Yeah, but he, he, used to, he used to be an announcer for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently he was a legit fucking hard bastard. And he was winding him up. I think it, I heard the story that Ray was injured. And he was going, any time you want to try it, try it and all this sort of stuff. He was not a nice guy back to always the ways of don't fuck with the quiet ones. Yeah, and ev- everyone was saying... They were saying, don't fuck with him. I think yeah. it was around the uh, SummerSlam 88, because I think they had the opening match, which went to a time limit draw. Um, and I think it was sort of around that that sort of time that it all kind of happened. Yes. Yes, it was. Because I'm trying to think like you, and I'm remembering Survivor Series maybe 88 being their last pay-per-view. Could yeah, I be wrong? I it was the think, no, I think you're right. It was absolutely ridiculous. They would do a Survivor Series and they would have tag teams and everyone was around the ring and yes, you couldn't yeah. even see what was going <laughs> That's on. That's right, yeah. The 10 teams against 10 teams. Yeah. <laughs> the 20-man tag. Yeah, and they'd all be around the edge of the fucking ring. Yeah. I mean, the, the main reason why I picked these two is um, I think they were, again, as we said, we spoke about previously with Demolition, is that golden era of tag team wrestling. It's... It's it's brilliant. They were they were fantastic together, absolutely fantastic together. But I was I'm going to keep this really. I'm going to keep this shorter than the you know my previous one. Um, there were obviously allegations of you know physical abuse, domestic abuse um, within his personal life. Um, 
And unfortunately, I think that's again much like my previous pick is the reason I don't think they're ever going to get into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and that's the reason why I mention he's a bully mm. because I've I've heard certain stories yeah. about women. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, and I know that he never ever forgave WWF mm. after the back injury. Also, he never forgave Davey. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he um. Yeah, he did. He got paralysed, didn't he, in the he ring? Did, yeah. um, but the thing is, he, he carried on wrestling, even though he was paralysed and he yeah. broken his back. He still carried on. Yeah. And I remember um, this must have been about 10, 15 years after, I think. Um, there's a match with him in Japan, and he goes back there, and he looks nothing like he did before. Yeah. Mm. And he's still paralysed, but he's in the ring and he's still wrestling, Jesus. and he's, he's he's small, he's tiny, and there's nothing left of him. But, um, did he have a beard at the time as well or a moustache I think so because he started yes. to grow a moustache and it didn't look like Tom Billington anymore that's right, right. Yeah. Uh, but they did have some great matches like, um, uh, yeah. thinking back to the British Bulldogs against the Dream Team of Greg the Hammer Valentine and Brutus Beefcake yep. so see, was that at Wrestlemania 2 yes it was yes. do you know what's really annoying right I'm just going to say just for our listeners uh, understanding I spent a long long time writing a lot of notes about this category and that is named in it and I left my fucking notes at home yeah. and I'm genuinely gutted but that was one of the biggest points and I've watched that match three times in the last two That's weeks. It's a great match. Yeah, it's, it's a great match. fucking brilliant. Yeah. And just moving on from Demolition, I believe that at one point the British Bulldogs either won the title. They won them from, I'm thinking they either won them from the Heart Foundation or they lost them to the Heart Foundation. I yeah, think. I don't uh, know. I think but it was lost. Did they lose them to the Heart Foundation? Yeah. I thought Demolition were involved with the Bulldogs at one point. They did have a couple of matches, I mm. think. Yeah. yeah. No, that's right. I, I, yeah, that's. I, they did. I don't know. I think. Over, I, I think, think you're right. I think. Yeah. I think it was probably the Hearts that had a lot to do with each other. Yeah. But well, even the Bulldogs, they did have some matches with the Moon Dogs going back to the Demolition. They did. Yeah. yeah that's. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna end that one there on mine. Yeah, because me and Johnny will yeah. just go on. <laughs> Didn't they have Ozzy Osbourne in their corner one time? Yes, yeah. that was yes, the that Bulldogs. was the dream team. And, and apparently, apparently, that is Ozzy Osbourne's most favourite moment of his life. <laughs> he is, still talks about it today. Yeah. That he was in the corner of the Bulldogs well, at I've WrestleMania. Also, I've also heard he was absolutely off his tits. Yeah. <laughs> which I will. Have you have you watched the match recently? Yeah. Watch it. Yeah. Wow, but his he, eyes are just so fucking wide. <laughs> fair play. And Which he was is, in the Hall of Fame a couple of years back as well, wasn't he? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was. Yeah. Which will lead nicely onto my um, my last pick in a few moments. Okay, so who's who's next? Well, you two both had demolition, so oh right, yeah. Um, so I, I think it goes back to back. Do you want me to go? I don't mind. To be honest, I, I'll um, go. I'll yeah, finish off because it, my mine actually does. There is an element of demolition with mine because this guy really was the soundtrack of most of our childhoods. It's Jim Johnston. Jim Johnston. Yeah. yeah. All of those themes and all of that emotion from the music that you hear yeah. is from the mind of one person and it's from Jim Johnston. He is, is a perfect comparison, which I mentioned to you last time Last time I was around, around dear jokes. I, I, a few weeks back, I went to go and see the film composer with Mother Half, uh, Hans Zimmer, live. Jim Johnson is the Hans Zimmer of the wrestling world. Absolutely. There's no he one even close. No. Hundreds, if not thousands, 
of entrance music, no, promo everyone, music. Yeah, yeah uh, well, everybody. yeah, except uh, Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart did a few he people. Did, yes, yeah, uh, because he had a music background. Jimmy Hart. Yeah, he right. was. Uh, it was something to do with producing. I think he, it was. He, it? I don't know if he was in a band. I think he was in a band, and he actually yeah. released a few albums. Yeah, because it got they got to number six in the US chart. I remember this, yeah. and that's why he had the gimmick. You know, but the musical, all the musical yeah, notes on his uh, yeah, I jackets. They were called, I think it was called Jimmy Hart and the Wrestling Travelling Band. I can't remember. Something like that, yeah. I can't remember. But most of I'm them... so having a look for that on Spotify yeah, later. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> but Jim Johnson, I mean, I listened to him. I can't remember the name and I feel bad because this guy managed to get an interview with him. He's a very quiet, sort of inward guy who doesn't right. do a lot of interviews. He, I think it's Chris Van Willen. Chris Van Fleet. Yeah, yeah, yes. that guy. He managed to get an interview with him, and he asked him to play him out with a song. And he played just on the piano. He played Taker's music, and it nice. was beautiful. Wow. You know, do you remember those like Undertaker vignettes you used to see when they were yeah. sad, and they'd just play yeah. the piano music? Yeah. It was it was like him just sitting there doing that. Nice. And it was spot on, and it was like wow. I mean, Ultimate Warriors music. It's a whole gimmick. So yeah. cold, Steve Austin, The Rock. He did everyone, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Everybody. Yep. Yeah. You yeah, know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's got to go in. Yeah. And it was one of the um, listeners on the Facebook page who actually picked him as well. Um, yes, I know. Jim, yeah, right. I know. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well done, Jim. Yeah, well done. I did have that before, though. I will say that because <laughs> Stu, Stu, Stu can verify that. That's true. That's true. I actually picked mine the night you give, it, give them out. Because I put Fair them in play. there to shoot, but they have changed. Oh, I did, which, and they changed about 10 which, times. Which could lead me on to a slight rant here, and I will keep this short, not like the Logan Paul one I did on the last episode. When, <laughs> when you announced this topic, Johnny, yeah. um, I'd um, my, my first pick for a tag team uh, to go into the Hall of Fame, because I didn't, you know, never in a million years would I ever imagine Scott Hall actually, not Scott Hall, sorry, Scott Steiner actually being inducted at the WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame. That was my first pick. Fucking hour later, and then he get fucking inducted. Scutting. I was furious. Gutting when that happens. Absolute fuck you, Vince. Ruined. But we we love you guys in the fan base. But when when you guys pick the ones that we've already been researching, we like because it it, it can come up like a week before, and someone will pick it, and you're like, oh for fuck's sake. But. It's all good. That's um, good, yeah. It shows, I mean, it shows I mean, everyone's got special, common, you know, yeah, common interest and knowledge of it. Yeah, our special guest here, I think for episode, was it episode three, picked 75% of this <laughs> <laughs> in, in, one, in, in one post. WrestleMania 8, next, Luger. Next, uh, <laughs> there was another one you picked. There was picked. something else. Was Rock, Rock and Austin. Yeah, he picked picked 17 as well, didn't he? Yeah, Yeah. WrestleMania 17. The item all on me and basically my old list. That was right for me. I was just starting to go, nope, you ain't got mine. I'm fucking, I'm fine. Because I was laughing with him actually right underneath. My pick two. My pick two. (laughs) My pick seven. Oh, fucking hell. So yeah, yeah, I'm in absolute agreement with Jim Johnson. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's much to be said. I think the guy... Wrestling is an emotional thing, and mm. also the music is so important to the oh, presentation. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy is the guy who 
like I said, and I think that's the best way I can sum it up. Yeah. He's the soundtrack of most of our childhoods. Yeah, massively. And it's a shame that. because the music nowadays, even though some of it's good, a lot of it isn't. Very generic. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, what are they called? C-S-C-O-F dollar sign, isn't Before it? they had a full net with WWE, they were making some quite good ones. They made Glorious, didn't they? I think they made Shinsuke Nakamura's. Oh, I love that. I, I think you'll that. find they did because they had an argument. The Keith Lee music was changed because they had an argument with them and it was oh. theirs. It was theirs. Right, I see. Yeah, I think I remember hearing something about yeah, that. Yeah, because everyone was blaming WWE, but it wasn't WWE. It's because they were having an argument with them. Ah, okay. And they had to change it. I see. Yeah. So I felt that there was one time where I felt sorry for WWE because I knew what it was about. No one was going, why are you fucking changing his music? Why are you doing that? It was a legal issue. Right, fair enough. I had to change it. Fair news. Right. Okay. Which then, uh, yeah, comes back to my final pick. And... uh, Again, got, did you want to do your one? Oh no, first? sorry, mate. No, no, sorry, no, sorry, no, I've still, still got one left. Oh yeah. shit, sorry, mate. Go for I, it. I couldn't Fuck. remember who. Had sorry, mate. No, so you can do yours first if you want. Or no, go for it. You're Are the you guest. Sure? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Mine's okay. real short and sweet, anyway. <laughs> okay, um, my final pick is the Ugandan giant Kamala. That is a fantastic pick, John. Nice pick. So um, yeah, he, he hailed from the. Jungles of Uganda. Um, <laughs> From the dark continent of Africa. <laughs> yes. Um, and I'm going to shock you here. <laughs> so bad. You can never, you can't fucking say that. so bad. Harvey Whippleman used to fucking call that out. In I the know. <laughs> can you remember? He used to go, from the dark continent of Africa. He did, yeah. Here's yeah. Kamala. <laughs> he did. So fucking bad. Yeah. You can never get away with these No, guys. but that's... It's much the same as getting a Hawaiian guy who's a fucking Japanese sumo wrestler. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, what I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what is fucking interesting. Because I heard that they'd edit it, uh... This is going to be small. This is not going to be a tangent. This is Hulk Hogan, right? It's not going to be a tangent. Do you remember WrestleMania 9? Can we please keep referring to him as Thunderlips? Do you remember WrestleMania 9? He did a promo before the Brett and Yoko Suna match and he said, whoever wins this, whether it be Brett or the Jap, do you remember? I remember this. That's still on the network. Oh, wow. I'm surprised they haven't taken that off. Yeah, I watched it the other day and I thought they would take that off and they haven't. He goes, I want the next shot. But yeah, he goes to the jab. Jesus Christ. I remember that as well. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, my God. So that's so it. That's so, so far tonight, we've had blatant racism <laughs> within the WWF and homophobia. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Oh. But that's Vince all over, isn't it? You oh can see Vince God. coming up for all that shit. Oh, if Vince mind, could get away the, with it now, we'd do all that. This is, the same, this is <laughs> yeah. the same guy that had the creative idea of the Kiss My Ass Club, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I thought that was funny. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I'm, so, I remember one time when he so had an arse show. Do you remember when he had an arse show on Raw one time? He was going to... I can't remember who was going to kiss his ass, but obviously, I think it was Triple H. And he was having his ass buffed. Uh, they, they weren't showing yes, anything, yeah. but he was going, I'm getting an ash yeah. And it was funny. I'm oh, sorry. I do remember that, yeah. I won't lie. <laughs> I, I, I turned off a lot during that period of time. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> a big fan of this. It was fucking great. Oh, God. I remember William Regal having to do it. But I, I, the good thing was I remember his reactions, his facials he was doing. Oh, he's, he's king of the cell. Of yeah. He oh, is no. an absolute selling god. No, Vince was a genius in that as well. Because he was... He was, he was uh, 
doing his arse cheeks where he was going, my ass can do tricks. Yeah, that's and right. doing all yeah, this. Yeah, it was yeah. funny. Oh, no. That's no. <laughs> I do remember that, yeah. I try and block it out, but I still oh, remember it. Oh, God. <laughs> it was fucking Are crazy. you shitting me? <laughs> yeah. It really yeah. did that? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck is wrong with him? Oh, where'd you start? Oh, well, fuck, <laughs> fuck me. There's a topic. Yeah. Oh, I must be twisted God. as fuck. I thought that was great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're on your own there, I think. Yeah. Genuinely feel a bit sick. Whew, all right. Um, I bet I'm not anyway, the only one. Yeah, I bet there's oh, some people God. in the groupie fucking like that. There probably is, yeah. yeah I won't be surprised. <laughs> and if there is, I'm fucking judging you right now. I'm not. You're all fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> oh right okay wow. um, so yeah, yeah. Back to, back good, to good luck topping that yeah. <laughs> um, so he was the Ugandan giant um, be serious boys be okay. serious <laughs> um, so I, I I didn't really like Kamala <laughs> I'm going to leave that there um, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you him <laughs> Well, I, I didn't mind Kamala, the, the oldest, older version of Kamala. Yeah. It was later on. I, I couldn't stand him. Right. But I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, so, yeah, he, he wrestled all over the world. Um, I think he first debuted back in 1978. And oh, sure. he, he had like a run in CWA, the Mid-South, World Class, AWA, USWA, NWA, um, all over the place. Fucking hell, man. Um, he, even in the like, the early 80s, he had a small run in WWF and one of the big matches he had was, um, I think it was against Sergeant Slaughter and it was a boot camp cage match. I remember this. What the fuck? I remember this. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, I, I'm not sure if, it, you could probably find it on YouTube or somewhere. It's definitely out there somewhere. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, Fuck me, my own. That's weird. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to sleep for days. <laughs> he can't, he come back just quickly. Do you remember when he come back? Because I know we're all laughing. Do you remember when he come back with the in WCW with Kevin Sullivan? It was yeah, fucking yeah. awful. Dungeon of Doom. Yeah, Dungeon yeah. of Doom. Uh, yeah, around '95 sort of time. He was sort of he, he sort of came around then. But yeah, it was a terrible time. <laughs> it was a terrible time. <laughs> if we're Nick talking me, uh, used to have a, 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 in ECW, you used to have a, on purpose. You remember when he was doing the thing where he said Eric. Eric Bischoff was a genius and yeah. that shit and the gods. Yeah. He had a uh, picture of the Dungeon of Doom That's on a t-shirt. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because it was so shit. Was, that, was this right? Right. It was a white t-shirt. Sorry, John. It was That's a white t-shirt. Really is this a white t-shirt? Yes. Right. I've seen that. I wonder what the fuck that was. He's got a picture of Eric on one side. Yeah. He's got the Dungeon of Doom on the other. Yeah. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Because it was one of the worst Fucking things hell. they ever did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's all right. It's okay. It's all right. Um, oh, mate. So, yeah. So, he had the, the, the short run in WF at the time. Um, he then went and had a few matches with Harley Race in the NWA. Lovely. Um, nice. But then it was quite interesting. He came over to the UK in 1981 and actually uh, wrestled for World of Sport. And he had a big match uh, with Wayne Bridges, who was sort of a big UK name at the time. And they had a big match at Wembley Arena. And at this time, he wasn't Kamala. It was the early days of Kamala. He was going by the name of the Mississippi Mauler, who was a very, very early version of Kamala. Shit. Um, and yeah, that sort of he came back to America after that. Um, and then is when it started showing the promos, the vignettes for Kamala coming to the WWF. 
And <laughs> this is um, like I've thought about this a few times, right? So he's he's with kimchi. He's got all this war paint on. He's got a spear. He's got a shield. He's basically like he lives on this, this jungle. He's like a cannibal. Like he's yeah. never left this country. Yeah. He doesn't. He's got his own tribe, yeah. and he doesn't know anything out of this country at all. And he's coming to the WWF. Yeah, that's fucking great. I can't stop shaking my head. It's, it's, it's fucking just... great. Imagine the negotiations. Yeah, this is what I like. This is the part I want to know about. Yeah. It's like, how did Kimchi persuade this man, this cannibal, this, this man who wore like a, a cloth around him and that was it, to get on an airplane, come to America, have this meeting with Vince McMahon and persuade him to join the WWF? That's the part that I want to see. That yeah, that. yeah, I would have liked to have seen that. <laughs> Think of the story. Sim- similar to fucking Umaga, isn't it? Yeah. Because Umaga, <laughs> do you remember WrestleMania 23, Umaga and Renny Vince was his corner and they did the ceremony and all yeah. that shit. <laughs> like they, they do that like hand down yeah. and then side to side. Vince was yeah. stirring it and all this shit. How the fuck did the negotiations for money happen? <laughs> yeah. did, they, did they just do that? I'm glad you've mentioned Umaga. Simone and Spike. What the fuck was that all about? Oh, I don't know. Well, what the let's, fuck is that? Let's not tangent off. It's a thumb in the throat. Like, yeah. Fuck yeah. off. Well, it's illegal, isn't it, first of <laughs> all? Well, yeah, oh, yeah you can't hit people in the throat in WWE. You're it's supposed allowed, to be rules, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. It's the handbook. It's a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that handbook. <laughs> so, so, like, it's on the back of a piece of toilet roll. It's been used. <laughs> Where, what, what's, where's the contract? It's that shit smear. <laughs> I mean, fuck me. That rule book's changed so many times. You remember when uh, Michael's actually put his foot on the fucking floor in the Royal Rumble and they had so oh, yeah. one yeah. Yeah, of his feet it. touch yeah. the floor? That was never a fucking rule. <laughs> that was never a fucking rule. That's because they caught it on camera. It's like the Kofi thing, isn't it? When he jumped off, when he jumped off the the uh, you know the, the the bit on the side has like some padding on it, and it had yeah. too much padding yeah, yeah, yeah. on it, and his feet hit the fucking yeah. floor. You could hear it, and the camera caught it. <laughs> and they were trying to, they were going, "No, he's safe on the commentary." Do you reckon those two cameramen got sacked straight away? <laughs> I fucking told you to be around the other side. Fuck no, but it was obvious. <laughs> Kevin Owens didn't help because he was shouting it out when he was going to touch a floor. And I was thinking he must... Good old Kev. <laughs> nah, carry on. We like to go on tangents. We, are, we oh, do apologise, everybody. So we sorry. do apologise. This is just like you guys just sitting around having a good laugh and that is what we do. That's what it's all about. We're all here yeah. for the same reason. We are on Kamala. Can I, can, I just, can I just say something about Kamala? Kamala, when he first came into the USA... And he was in the territories. They built you up. <laughs> he didn't have his passport. Yep. He'd left it home. Left it in the jungle. Yeah. yeah. He probably kept it in his loincloth. But uh oh God bet that smell. Yeah, yeah fuck me. But uh, when he first came into the territories, they used to let him loose like he was a cannibal. Like he was yeah. like like Johnny said. And the crowd actually fell for it and they used to run away from him. He used to get out of the ring and like run to jump into like the crowds. And they used to all get up and they used to be like almost a riot in the crowd where they'd all try and run away. They oh, honestly God. thought that he was a cannibal from Africa who was uncontrollable who they'd let out of a cage. Who's <laughs> coming to eat everyone. Yeah. How good an actor look, have you got to be? Look at that. The guy to who sell played, that. Yeah, the guy who plays him was an American. 
Yeah. Oh no, I don't. You know. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I, I know. You know, he he was just a normal American. Yeah, but you imagine how hard that is as an American to pull that off. Oh, and yeah. you, you're you're jumping out the ring and everyone's running away and shit yeah. and all this. Yeah, there was rights. Kids would cry and Jesus. fucking yeah. Um, so yeah, he was. He came in after having this meeting with Vince McMahon. <laughs> being persuaded to they went through the rule book. Yeah, sat down, tried to understand it. Um, <laughs> no Samoan spikes. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> Fucking tangents. Oh. Um, yeah, he had a, he had a great run with Hogan. He was drawing big money every night, um, especially for Hogan. You know, they were selling out Madison Square Garden. Um, and I'm going to get back to this again shortly because I've, it's, it's not a great ending for Kamala. Um, so he, he leaves again, but then 92 comes around and sort of WF has changed. It's more cartoony. Um, and he comes back and he's managed by Har- Dr. Harvey Whippleman and Kimchi again. And he goes into the feud with The Undertaker. Um, they have the match at SummerSlam 92 in Wembley. Uh, William Undertaker comes out of the hearse and then they have the casket match at the Survivor Series. And even oh, though the match yeah. <laughs> probably isn't great, because I, I haven't seen it for many years, but I remember Kamala's, him selling it, being afraid of the casket and being yeah. terrified. And um, <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> Sorry, I can see oh, you laughing. No, no, I'm only laughing because there was a vignette afterwards and anyone who had the video, I'm, I'm sure you remember it, they opened the casket with a crowbar and he did this cell job where he was shaking. Yes, and yes. it's really funny. I I'm do sorry. This. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did love Kamala at this point. He, he was <laughs> he was really selling it really well. Um, he was terrified, the Undertaker. Um, and then he kind of. This is when I didn't like Kamala. <laughs> this is when he changed for <laughs> yeah. me. Okay, um, I know where I know where you go. He became a babyface, and he saw the light. Now, you had Slick, who was this this doctor of soul and doctor of jive, and, yeah, and he, he come, was this manager of like the Twin oh, yeah, Towers. Come back as a priest. And he, yeah. Yeah, he was a yep. born again like, reverend. He was just, he'd seen the light. Sort of street preacher. Yeah. yeah. And yep. he, yeah. he got Kamala and he helped Kamala see the light. And it was just. This and all, all, did this fucking really happen? Kamala, yes. Kamala, it was just, it was terrible. I hated yeah, it was this awful. Version. It I was like Kama- Kamala, throughout all the times with Kim Chi, mm. knew how to pin someone. Then yeah. suddenly, <laughs> suddenly, Kamala had lost all function in the ring of what to do. He didn't know how to pin someone. Yeah, and he would, he, he would pin them with their, with, with their belly down. Like, yeah, you know, if they're lying this way. Yeah. Well, face, like face down. Yeah, face down. So they were on their back and he'd pin them. And Slick would go, no, no, no. And then someone would roll him up. Yeah. He was, ter- he was terrible. Even Slick tried to get him to wear boots at one point. <laughs> it, it, was, <laughs> it was terrible. And, and there's one thing on um, one of the Coliseum video releases of, I think it was a Bashed in the USA event. Um, Kam- Slick is trying to teach Kamala how to bowl and get a strike. <laughs> and it's just... Oh, fuck. It's oh. throughout the whole video. They keep going back to this. And they're trying to teach him. <laughs> Kamala's meant to be this monster, this cannibal from <laughs> these jungles, and now he's trying to learn how to bowl and get a strike. It was <laughs> oh, terrible. Jesus Christ. And, um, There's definitely been some fucking misses in that company, in <laughs> oh, there? Oh, God. But it was just, it was a mess. And then I think he, he hung around for, I think it was 94, I think he stayed till. I think he had a brief feud with Kimchi, but the kind of never really went anywhere. 
and then went on to WCW, joined the Dungeon of Doom. I think he had a match with Hogan at one of the Clash of the Champions. Yeah, I think he did. Um, and yeah, kind of that was kind of it um, for that sort of that time. Um, he, he spent a lot of time in Memphis in the USWA. Yes. Jerry Lawler. Yes. Um, He'd appear every now and then. Like one time was WrestleMania 17 in the Gimmick Battle Royal, and he did the um, the things with William Regal yeah. up on the table. It's classic. He had the yeah. queen, he had the picture of the Queen in his hands, and he was <laughs> yes. rubbing his tummy. Yes, um, which was great. Brilliant. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Great. Regal was going, no, not Her Majesty. No, <laughs> no, <it's not> Majesty. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, oh. it was fantastic. And then um, he came back again. I think he had a match with Randy Orton on SmackDown a few years later. I can't remember that, Johnny. And there's a match, actually, which I didn't know about until a little while ago. But in 2010, he appeared in Ring of Honor and had a match with Brian Danielson. Holy oh, shit. I need, I need to I see, see that. I need to I see this. I don't think it's a long match. But, um, yeah, I, I came across it a little while ago. I thought I'd never seen didn't, this before. Wow. Didn't Kamala, in the end, lose his leg? He did. He, I'm going to get to that. He, yeah. he actually yeah. went to um, back to Memphis and spent a lot of time there. And in the early 2000s, he um, he sort of reinvented himself a little bit. He could actually talk English and he became a singer. And he released like three albums as Kamala. <laughs> There's all this stuff on YouTube. You can look it up. You're oh, making me laugh, Johnny. I'm sorry, mate. I'll put some of this on the page. So fucking see. glad you agreed to come on here, man. <laughs> yeah, you're making me laugh, oh, mate. This God. Is, this is unreal, some of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even know about some of this he, shit. Um, he, he actually did, a, I think, a feud with Jerry Lawler at the time. I think it was about 2000, um, probably even around the time that he was in the Gimmick Battle Royal. And um, he's he's singing these songs and um, I think one time he's, miming, he's mimicking it and um, he gets attacked and the music's still playing oh, but he does release three albums The Best of Kamala Volume 1, 2 and 3 I need to get these oh <laughs> Jesus should but, we yeah. leave it there John I think we I think we know oh, enough about Kamala now yeah. because I'm not being funny you're popping the audience here <laughs> because we're actually laughing oh, guys we, we can't help but laugh at some of this it was it was great, yeah. It was great for Kamala. It did it didn't end well for him, and um, yeah, sad. Sad. There was a lot. He he didn't have any money left at the end of his career, which is quite sad. Um, if you go back to the Undertaker feud, it's rumored that the Undertaker made fifty thousand dollars for his SummerSlam match. Kamala only made thirteen. Yes, yeah, wow. Kamala was a big name. Yeah, throughout the like oh, yeah. you said throughout the territories and things like that. He was a big name. He was similar to an Abdullah the Butcher or yeah. uh, Brody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he was that sort of character. He was someone who you brought in for a short time to have a feud with yeah. your main yeah. baby face, and he was like a monster. I suppose mm. to be scary. It was, yeah. Sad what happened in the end. He did have, you know, he did lose both of his legs, um, and then he was living in a shed, basically. And I yeah, remember, I remember reading, reading that Chris that. Jericho actually donated $5,000 to try and help him out. Good boy. Um, Good boy. But yeah, he didn't end well, and he sadly oh, passed right. away. Um, Shame. I, I agree with you with Kamala. I think he hundred percent needs to go in. Yeah. In fact, I think it's along with some of ours. I think it's ludicrous that some of these people are not already in. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, brilliant. On. So that's the end of this topic. Oh, is it? Is it? Whoa. Is that whoa, have you got one? Have you got another one? Last oh, one to go. God. And I'm going out with an absolute fucking belter. <laughs> Lemmy. Of course. Motorhead. Yep. Yeah. If you don't know who Lemmy is, fucking shame on you. <laughs> if you don't know who Motorhead are, fucking shame on you. 
I mean, the, th- the three theme tunes that he's done, obviously, The Game, Evolution, and The King of Kings. I'm a massive Motorhead fan anyway. They're, they're one of the greatest bands to ever come out of Britain mm. of all time. Yep. And the fact that they got Lemmy and Motorhead, sorry, to do those three songs yep. just is an absolute fucking credit to him. He yep. did actually make a few appearances, didn't he, at WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was yeah. A, uh, I'll tell you the WrestleManias, it was Johnny, it was 17... Yes. With The Undertaker. That's right, yeah. And it was 21 before the Batista match. That's right, yeah. yeah. And the better yeah. performance for me was 21. You like 17? I like 17 as I well. like 17. Yeah. I, I liked his performance in 21. Oh, my God. I'm not going into a tangent on we, this one. I'm not doing it. I'm not rising we, to the bait. We can agree to disagree. Yeah, that's why. Um, we yeah. both are fans. Oh, massively. We both love absolutely. Massively. Uh, in concurring that he definitely yeah. deserves to go on the celebrity wing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Compared sake. to some of the celebrities that are in They put there. fucking Donald Trump in, for <laughs> fuck's sake. Did they really? Yeah. yeah. I couldn't even remember him fucking going in, you know. <laughs> to be fair, he did host two WrestleManias. He did sh- four and five, wasn't he, I think? Yeah, the one oh. we were watching earlier. He's yeah, in the front yeah. row. Couldn't That's give right. a fucking shit. No. Sorry. <laughs> Keeping politics out of this bollocks, but yeah, no, Levy needs to be in there. Politics on YouTube. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Religion, you can't. Let's veto that bit out. Because one of mine was going to be brother love, and I left it. But yeah, that's that's all I need to say about that. Is yeah, yeah. I I think we know about the Triple H relationship with Lemmy. They were near enough. Best friends, yep. if not, if not, they were. He uh, he did part of his eulogy at he Lemmy's did, funeral he as did, well. Yes, phenomenal story there about him opening the door with a towel and a couple of naked wa- naked women in there, <laughs> while Triple H was stood there with his wife and kids. <laughs> Closed the door, opened it again. Three minutes later, he was fully clothed and the women were gone. <laughs> there Brilliant. was actually an acoustic set with um, Lemmy. I think it might have been a bonus feature for one of the WrestleManias, and he's in the back um, in the locker room, and Triple H is with him yeah. while he's playing. Yeah, yeah absolutely yes. right. Yes, it's yeah. on. It's one of the. Uh, it's on the extras of WrestleMania 21, which is probably yes. why I favoured that because there was that bit in the locker room afterwards yeah. with them doing it, weren't there? That's right. Yes. They were doing the. Uh, I think they were doing the acoustic version of the game, weren't they, they? In the back, I think yeah. they were. Yeah, it yeah, was. yeah. You're absolutely spot on, mate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that that's that's kind of why I favoured Twenty One because there was that little bit in the extras beside the DVD, and it showed the relationship between yeah. the bands and Triple H, and they yeah. were in the locker room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really class because Triple H actually lost that match. Yeah. Uh, but it, it you have that little bit at the end, and you can see there's a closeness there. Yeah. There's no doubt about that, and it, it's oh, really yeah. nice. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, just one final last thing I'm going to say about Lemmy. Have either of you ever watched the film Airheads? Yes, great film. Right. There no. Is, there is a quote, if you haven't seen it, James, watch it. Yeah. Lemmy, Lemmy is name dropped in the film and then turns up in the film himself. <laughs> now, the name drop is you've got the three members of the Lone Rangers. <laughs> Fucking best film band of all time. Well, sorry, second, apart from Spinal Tap. They get a record producer, or it's, it's a fake record producer, it's a copper, and it's the um, the late, great Harold Ramis, Egon Spangler, who's oh, playing I, I love him. He's 
So he, he turns up at the door and he wants to offer this, you know, band that are holding people hostage uh, a record record deal. It's, and the uh, deciding question comes from Steve Buscemi. Who would win in a fight, Lemmy or God? And he stutters going, ah, uh, Lemmy. Uh, no, God. No, Lemmy. And then Steve Buscemi just goes, trick question. Lemmy is God. <laughs> you told me that story last week. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love Lemmy. Yeah, it's a, a great, great story. That's okay, it. so that's I think done. that's all of us on yeah. Hall of Fame. Yeah. The Hall of Fame mm-hmm. topic. Okay. Okay. Right. So our next uh, our next topic that we're going to talk about is um, we're going to have a little uh, tribute to recently passed away uh, Scott Hall. Um. An absolute icon, absolute icon, a true legend. Um, either as you, know, as you want to call him, Scott Hall or Razor Ramon, as a lot of people. Starts, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuckers beat me too that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of one of the most charismatic performers of all time. Just you know, all he had to say was, "Who wants to do the impression?" But all together, hey yo. <laughs> That's all you had to do, man. And, the, uh, and you know, the entire room would just erupt. Two words. Man, I, what can some, you say? He had some great matches over the years. Yeah. Like, he wrestled everywhere, like, even going back to the AWA. Cowboy Scott Hall pal, wasn't it? Yeah, he, yep. um, the Wrestle Rock, done the music video, which is <laughs> hilarious watching it now. Um, he had the run in WCW, the Diamond yep. Stud um, with DDP. Yep. Um, even his like his promos, vignettes when he came to the WWF, and he's just he's got this accent and he's just talking and he's sitting by the pool, and he's just better than everybody else. And um, he's coming across like like Scarface. Tony Montana. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. Um, Interesting note there. Does anyone realise that Vince hadn't even seen Scarface? Yeah, I didn't even know what it was. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, Sorry. I did hear that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shame on you. Another interesting fact, though. Um, Scott Hall, he only ever had one main event match at a pay-per-view, ever. Yeah, and I'll tell you yeah, what. Right. Yeah. I'll tell you what, uh, Johnny. This is a WCW event, isn't it? Um, well, he had the match with... Um, Razor for the... No, sorry, Razor Brett. had the match with Brett at the Rumble 93 for yep. the title. But, yeah, there was... Um, I think it was just mainly tag matches I think he had in WCW from what I remember. No, he had a world title match. Oh, okay. Against Sting. Oh, did he? He won World War Three. Did he really? Oh, he did, yeah. I knew he won the World War Three. Yeah, um, he went on to face Sting. I don't think it was... It, obviously, to me, it's main event because I always say the title's main event. Yeah, yeah. I think it was second on. Oh, And that okay. was his only title shot. Right. I think it was about 97. Think, oh, you yeah, have to check yeah. that. I think it might be nice if not. But he did win time, World yeah. War Three for a title shot, yeah. and it happened. I think it happened at Super Bro. I oh, might be wrong. Okay. So, holy oh, shit! I didn't know that. Yeah. Right, okay. I knew he'd won the World War Three, but yeah, I didn't realise he'd gone. Yeah, on to was that, his, uh, that was his only World title shot in WC, like of of merit. You yeah, know, yeah, of yeah, like yeah. a big pay per view type thing. Yeah, because he was always the outsiders and hot tag match. Really, Nash was always seen as the bigger person. Which yeah. I like Kevin Nash, but Scott Hall for me was was he the better wrestler. He was the, the charismatic one out of a lot of them. I always remember back in the early days of Monday Night Raw, um, Razor would come out and he was the heel, 
But the, the crowd are just cheering for I him. Loved him. He was cool. Yeah, I absolutely loved him. Yeah. Loved him. He, he had that twice. He had that He had that with the NWA. Yeah. Yeah. And he had it with Razor Ramon. I, I, I'm similar to you. I remember that. And I remember him facing Backlund at uh, WrestleMania 9 and the yeah. crowd shitting yeah. on Backlund yeah, and cheering right. Razor. Yeah. It was a terrible match. He rolled uh, <laughs> Backlund up, didn't he? No, it was terrible. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they got on because it didn't look like they got on. They, right. it, yeah, it looked like they... Yeah, just yeah. wanted to get out of there. The yeah, you had a great match. No, it was about all. two minutes long. Wow. It was awful. Yeah. And and even the roll-up was shit. But he just got out of the ring and I think he threw his toothpick at him still. I think he still had it in his mouth. He just walked off, didn't he, in the end? Yeah, he walked, He he basically mocked Backlands all the way up the aisle. Like, yeah, going, wow. I caught you, I caught you like that. I don't think Beckham wanted to lose or something. All right. There was something going on. It's not a great match. It's not it's, worth okay. it. It's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not worth watching, but there, there, I'm sure I heard there was some heat there and it it, it, it comes across on screen. Right. Only yeah, shit. I see. Yeah. He had the great, you know, you put the one, two, three kid over as well. And the uh, raw that matches. Fantastic, yeah, that fantastic, lovely creative stuff. Is, uh, I know obviously the main reason we were doing this is to talk about some of our favourite moments um, of the man's great career. Mm. That is the one that's always going to stick in my mind. It yeah. was a great moment, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a lovely moment. And then Ray's just trying to chase after him like, for the next few weeks, trying to get his rematch. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He's trying to offer him more money each yeah. time. <laughs> then in the end, the kid runs away with the bag. Yeah. Have you heard the story about that, Johnny, where he was knocked out? The kid was knocked out. That wasn't supposed to be the end. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, uh, basically what happened was the kid was supposed to roll him up again. But if you go back and watch the match, he slips off the top rope. Remember he this? Yeah. He yeah. was knocked out and Razor had to uh, guide him through it. And what they did was he said, just grab the bag and run. So they oh, couldn't carry oh, on. Wow. And that is what happens. Because it was live, it was on <laughs> yeah, Raw, wasn't that's it? Right, yeah. So they couldn't edit it, they had to do it. And wow. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. works out better, didn't it? It does, yeah. It's actually quite good, yeah. Um, you know, we, he had the ladder matches with Sean, WrestleMania ten, um, SummerSlam ninety five. Yeah. yeah. Now, I've always preferred the ninety five one. I think I, Everyone always says the WrestleMania 10 was the best one, but I think the SummerSlam one, they, they did more. Yeah. And they were a bit more innovative with some I, of the stuff they used. I, I, I would agree with you. Uh, I'm a massive fan of Shawn Michaels, but I'm going to shit on him here. I thought he ruined it by the end. I know that the belt wouldn't come down, but oh, yeah. he had a little paddy at the end and it ruined it for me. He did, yes. Right. Because he, the, the belt got stuck up there and they couldn't get it down. Yeah. And they were trying to finish the match... And he went to pull it down. He actually grabbed it and pulled it and it didn't come. And he started stamping in the ring. He started like going, bullshit, bullshit yeah. like that. And he had to go back up there and get it. Right. Yeah, the belt, something happens where the belt wouldn't come down, That's didn't right. it? I remember that now. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with you. But that, that put a little bit of a taint on it for me. Because that sort of took me out of the moment of the match. Yeah. He, yeah. he could have done it a bit better. No, okay. I see, yeah. Um, there's a great match... On um, an episode of WWF Action Zone, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. Um, this was about 1994. I think it might have been the second episode they ever did. It's um, Razor and the One Two Three Kid against Sean and Diesel. Yeah, and it's just an amazing match. It's really great. Four friends working in complete turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Such a good match. It, it, it's one of those matches now that everyone wants to see because yeah. it wasn't easy to see back then, and yeah. you hear about it a lot, didn't you? 
Yeah, I agree with you. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Fair point. Then he, he obviously had the Nitro debut coming out from the crowd. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. That's my main one. That, that, that's my main one. I again, think it's, it's, just, it's, a, it's a true testament to the character that he could play. Yeah. Regardless if it was, you know... He, he's the guy, that's, go he's the guy that's got to start it all, isn't he? Mm. He's the guy who's got to start that NWO if you yeah, back. Yeah, absolutely. And he, he hits a home run, doesn't he? He comes yeah, in yeah. during a match. Oh, he hits the ground running. Right. Yep. Does the promo, yeah. leaves the mystery there, yeah, and then goes. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So that that's my memory there, Johnny. That's what I always remember him yeah. for. Yeah. And he, he made a couple of appearances in ECW. Um, yeah. Obviously went to TNA as well. Um, and then there was the, the Hall of Fame. And sort of every now and then he'd kind of show up. It's that was lovely uh, stage. Yeah, that's yeah. what that was the most powerful speech because it was short. Yeah, you didn't have to go on for an hour. No, it, it's it's, mean, been, it's been really nice seeing a lot of people. People have been quoting it, haven't yeah. they? Yeah, and not, and not yes. just you know current stars and you know ex stars and Hall of Famers and those that should be in the Hall of Fame. Just the you know the the outpour of just absolute love for the guy is yeah everybody is, just yeah yeah. I think that everyone has. I think that everyone has to remember as well. He, a lot of people get confused over Scott Hall's demons. He had mental health first and foremost yeah. instead of addiction. He had PTSD over the fact that he killed someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he could never get over it. He had certain religious beliefs which told yeah. him that he was never ever going to be forgiven. Yeah. And he genuinely felt like that, and he never got over it. No. And there's a lot to the Scott Hall story. And when you listen to his peers, there's not many people who have got bad things to say about Scott. No, that's it, yeah. Yeah, it's all positive. I've seen quite recently is a couple of posts on social media and a few. I saw the Scotty Too Hotty one. And I saw another one where someone says he'll never be the bad guy to me. I... I can't remember who it was they said something along the lines of they were broke and he, he helped them and he went to part back. I can't remember who this person was, but he went on to be successful and he wouldn't accept it. Yeah. I think I remember seeing something like that, yeah. Yeah. There was um, a couple of lovely ones that I remember reading from um, DDP. Yeah. Who, well, well um, that will be my next memory, as I've told you. Yeah. So yeah. obviously they had a whole history together when Diamond Stud. Yeah. Massively. Yeah, massively. And um, I'm going to let James say his piece about this one. Yeah, um, I'm sure that Johnny probably remembers the DDP. You know, he was helping Jake and yeah. he yeah. was helping Scott. And I was following along. Obviously, I've been a fan for a long time and those guys have given their heart, soul and body for us Everything. in their craft. Yep. yep. And they needed help. And yep. there was an Indiegogo and it's only a small amount I donated, but I felt a part of it. Scott Hall was struggling with, I think it was his shoulder and he couldn't afford the surgery yeah, or right. it might have been his shoulder or his hips. I know that that was part of the complications, yeah, wasn't yeah. it, with what happens. I donated a little bit and he went from strength to strength and I was really happy to see that. And I got a lovely autographed picture which I unfortunately lost enough. I, I, I regret that. Yeah. You know, uh, it was lovely. It was personalised and, yeah, it was nice. Yeah. It was of uh, him as an outsider, the NWO nice. one. It was really nice. Yeah. A uh, nice black and white one. 
but yeah, that's that's one of my memories. I, I just liked to see him get better. I think as fans, I think wrestling fans are very loyal. Yeah, and I think they root for people. Yeah. I think it's very different from any other, especially if you've grown up watching that character as well. Yeah, yeah. change over time. You know, you see it when people come back or if they have struggles and they have to come yeah. out in the ring, the crowd are massively supportive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Of anybody. And I think Scott, I think he was a bit misunderstood. Yeah. I think that a lot of people thought he was an alcoholic, but I think you'll find <sighs> it was PTSD and yeah. him him wanting to die. Yeah. And that sounds awful, but... PTSD is just, you know, it's a... Yeah. Awful... Awful condition that I think even now, you know, is. Yeah, I just. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, you know, it's just. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Probably the amount of millions of people around the world that have, genuinely suffer with have, it. Have you ever seen the documentary that's on the network of uh, Scott Hall? Which one? It's his documentary. It's it's just no. you know what they used to do oh, years yeah, ago with yeah. the DVDs. Yeah. They do one for Scott, right. and at the end they try and take him back to the place where that happens. The right. shooting. You can't do it. You can't do it on screen. He bursts into tears, and then you realise what the issues are. Yeah, yeah. So they're not f- fake issues. They were real. Fuck. And it's it is it's sad to watch. I don't know if I could watch that. No, it is sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But there you go. It's always gonna it's always gonna be a sombre one. I mean, yeah. I think we all I think we all appreciate the work and we celebrate it, don't yeah. we? Um. We just yeah. Just yeah. it was part of our childhood. So all of us. Massively. Uh, yeah. yeah. Real you know, watching him. You know. Um, it, I. I know it's. Is it his son that's involved with the wrestling yeah, scene uh, as well? Cody, I think. Yeah, yeah. Cody. I don't know what he went what he went on to do. I think I, he's I, over in Japan, I think. Yeah, I heard a bit about him mm. a while back. I don't know. This is the bald hair uh, headed lad, isn't it? He's got skinheads. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. He wears whole the whole the trunks outsiders yeah. trousers. Yeah. 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 Or the you know, the little shorts or yeah. whatever you call I mean, them. All, all, all I just wanted to <laughs> say, uh, you know, with regards to his son getting into the um, industry, uh, good on you, man. Yeah, I mean, he's been wrestling for a few years. He now, has. So, he yeah, has. Hopefully we'll he's see. been about yeah. for a while now. Yeah. I don't we'll see what happens. Yep. Good on you and good luck, mate. And condolences to you and all your family and anyone else around the world that's, you know, that's listening to this, you know, he was, he was a massive part of our childhood. Yep. And um, and he's always going to be, you know, the bad guy is always going to be remembered. Who is yeah. in the cheese mo? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, used, yeah. I used to love it when uh, he used to get the fucking toothpick and throw it at a kid. <laughs> do you remember? He used yeah, to do yeah. that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Brett get a Royal Rumble giving a kid a glasses and he giving him the glasses and he walks over and he threw it, threw it at the kids. <laughs> Who else can get away with doing that though? Oh, no, it's just, it was funny. He, he looked at him, you could see him mouth and he was doing that like, one man, <laughs> like that. And he, yeah. he went... Thank you, Scott. I do yep. have a what if question about Scott Hall. Okay. okay. We want to go for it. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, it's only a smallish one, but... Um, in 1998, yes, Scott Hall was in WCW, mm-hmm. and 
X Pack had just returned on Raw mm-hmm. the night after WrestleMania, and it was the new DX Triple H and X Pack yep. later on to be the New Age Outlaws. Yeah. And Scott Hall and Kevin Nash had been taken off TV in WCW, yep. and X Pack had actually said. If Eric Bischoff wasn't holding you hostage, you'd be here with me right now. Yep. Okay. Now, what do you think would have happened if Scott Hall had come back to the WWF in 1998? Do you think he would have joined DX? Do you think the New Age Outlaws would have gone off and done their own thing? Would Kevin Nash have come back with him? It's, it's one of those questions I've been oh. thinking a lot about. I, wow. I don't even know how to answer it. Um, no. I don't know. It's, I, I, I knew I, really I knew exactly know. where you were going to go, John, when you started. <laughs> and you said, because I remember him going... And Ke- I remember Sean White when expat going, and Scott Hall and Kevin Nash would be standing here right now with us yep. if they weren't being held hostage by Eric Bischoff and WCW. Yeah. I remember that promo, and it was the night after WrestleMania. I really don't know. I don't know if WCW had corrupted them a little bit mm. in terms of the politics. I don't yeah. know if they would have fit in. I think that Scott Hall would have come back for a while, but I don't think it would have worked out, and I think eventually he would have been let... Mm. Um, I think with WCW losing Hall and Nash the NWO would have finished a lot sooner because you would have only had Hogan, really. Um, well, and half the roster. And yeah, half the roster. But the yeah, problem, yeah. That's the problem, Sorry, wasn't yeah. it? You said that wrong. Thunderlips. Thunderlips. <laughs> Thunderlips, <laughs> yes. Hollywood Thunderlips. Mountain of molten lust. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't get over it. I always remember that. That was that old... I know we're going on about it again, but bollocks. It was that old boy. He was in a white suit, wasn't he? He was that old boy. Do you remember he was the ring announcer? He had that big handlebar yes. moustache. He was the one who yeah. said it. That's the one. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. That's the last time we're doing that now. <laughs> yeah, I promise. Sorry. I won't bring it up again. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> okay, so should we move on? Yeah, so quite a sombre yeah, yeah. little thing there, but... It's just the mark of respect that we feel that we we wanted to do and I think we needed to do. Yeah. Yes. So... Yeah. Okay, so thank, thank you, Scott. Yep, yeah, thank you very much, mate. Thank you very much. Okay, so 